I bought pillows because me and Pete all over our bed, so I had to get all new shit. Yeah. It was super annoying. Um, And our pillows, I was like, okay, I thought I was buying the same ones. They suck. I was so mad. Oh, no. I was like, they're just flat. They're supposed to be like the high, like really, like super fluffy, like so nice pillows. They're flat. Welcome back to another episode of Sometimes You Must Laps. I'm Max. I'm Juice. And today's episode is a big geek episode for moi. Yeah. Because um, we are talking about psychoneuroimmunology. Mm-hmm. And yes, that's a long word. <laughs> yes, it's all put together. <laughs> yeah. Um, But we'll dive into like what it is very shortly here. Yeah. I feel like we'll also abbreviate it to PNI just for our sake. Yeah. <laughs> and your sake. Yeah. Because, yeah, wow, okay. Perfect. Mm-hmm. with you, Jubes. Um, I watched a really good movie the other day. It was mm-hmm. called Elemental. It was on Disney+. Plus. Right. Um, it was just, like, such a feel-good movie of, like, it just, like, was Disney, like, went back to, like, Disney. Like, it was all, it was, like, Inside Out and, like, Moana and, like, it was mm. just such a good movie. I Aww. loved it. Um. I never heard of it. I have no it's idea. It's about... Um, like racism against like um Chinese people. Oh, okay. Um, but they do it in such a phenomenal way. Interesting. Okay. Like, oh, I would highly recommend it. It was so so good. That's good. Even if you just like watch it as a movie, but like, yeah, they did it. They did a really good job with it. I loved it. It's good to know. And it, yeah, it was just a feel good movie. I was like, oh, I love it. It's so nice. Wow. Yeah, and then on the flip end of that, um, I did the angel number calculator whatever filter on TikTok. My angel number is 666. My birthday adds up to six. Oh, yeah, mine does too. I hate that. So then your angel number is 6662. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I've, I've never known that to be a way for angel number, though. I've always known that, like, whatever number it adds up is your life path number. And so I know that my mm. life path number is six, which is, like, the caregiver. No, oh, okay. And so... Interesting. But I've never really took taken it as, like, it's your angel number. It's just a filter that I'm like, oh, whatever. Yeah. They were like, yeah, like, what's your angel number or whatever? And then it's like, today's angel number is this or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it does. It adds it up in a different way. It adds it up in the same way you add up your life path number. Where mm-hmm. you take the, all, every number as a part of your birthday and add it together and then reduce it down to it so it's one number. Yeah. But. Yeah. I was I was mad about that. <laughs> I was like, No. Yeah, this is following you. Well, I hate it. Go away. <laughs> Bye, bitch. I'm not into it. That's Why couldn't funny. I have like one 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 or something nicer than that? You just weren't. Or nine nine nine. Like nineteen ninety nine is like. Yeah. Nine nine nine. Yeah. No. Six six six. Get out of here. <laughs> not into it. So mad about it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't really hold weight in that filter though, because it's just like your life path number, and then they just added it. Two more times. Yeah. Which makes no sense. Three, I yeah. guess. So. Yeah. I don't know. It's definitely not like it's TikTok. It's not like this is yeah. God's word. Like it's not yeah. set in stone. But it was still annoying. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. <laughs> What's new with you? Um. So I was reading something. Mm-hmm. This was like a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But I forgot to talk about it on the past few episodes. Okay. 
But you know how so now we're like in full blown winter mm-hmm. and, you know, seasonal depression is just right around the corner mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So remember how we talked about how light is, plays a big factor in that? Yeah. You want to know why that is? Hmm. Because full spectrum lighting can actually increase serotonin levels because it decreases the conversion to melatonin. Okay. So serotonin and melatonin yeah. come from the same um, factor, which is tryptophan. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not tyrosine, tryptophan. Um, and so when it's dark out, it you takes away your serotonin and makes it into melatonin because it wants you to be sleepy because it's dark out. Right. So if you actually use full spectrum lighting, and that's why like certain artificial sunlights and things like that actually yeah. help you make you feel happier. Oh, and that's okay. why the sun makes you feel happier because it actually increases your serotonin throughout the day. Interesting. So that's not converting to melatonin. So that's, okay. That's why with seasonal depression, if you're like... um. Yeah, depressed and tired all the time. It's because you a have a lack of serotonin because it's mm-hmm. dark out and it turns it to melatonin. Yeah, and interesting. That's why you feel sleepy. Mm-hmm. Wild. I know. Okay, this just made me think of something else. With this winter, because it kind of felt like it came out of nowhere. Yeah, which is so dumb because like we had a good October. We had a great October, like one of the best Octobers yeah. I can remember. It's so nice, but like the week before it snowed, it was like twenty plus degrees. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, shocked. And then it yeah. dumped six inches in a day. Yeah. And I was like, what the heck? And so right now, I have no idea what to do with my life right now. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm almost shell-shocked where I'm just like, what yeah. do I do? Like, I wake up and I'm like, okay, there's snow on the ground. What do I do with my life? <laughs> like, I have no idea. Like, yesterday I was like, hmm, I don't really know what to do because I was caught up on everything. And so then I was like, maybe I'll just, like, read a book or like it was so weird i I have no idea what to do right now see because i'm i'm at that similar phase but it's not because of the snow it's just because of where i'm I'm at this like transition point in life where i'm like ah mm-hmm. so it's like i have things that we need to do yeah uh one of the things is that you will see it already yeah but we actually have a giveaway yeah this month um so this is coming on the 14th our giveaway starts on the 16th mm-hmm. and we are giving away a gratitude journal and $150 to the Nordic Spa in Kananaskis. Yeah. And so if you want to know how to enter said giveaway, go onto our Instagram and all the information will be there on posted on the 16th. Yeah. So you have the 16th yeah. until... I think we did it for the three weeks. first. Yeah, because we announce on December 1st, the winner. Yeah. 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 So. yeah. I don't know, because it feels different than like a limbo phase, but it just feels mm-hmm. like... Yeah. I don't know. It's just so weird. I'm like, I can't go outside. I can't yeah. go for a drive. Like, I just, I don't know what to do. It's so weird. But that's because you've had a summer full of activities where you're out and about doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Whereas I'm just like, I don't know what to do because I'm like, I have so many things I could do, mm-hmm. but I don't know what the next step is because I have no routine right now. Yeah, that's fair. And so. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. No, it's just so weird. Yeah. Oh, well. But as you say, you stayed home like during all the snow and stuff. Mm-hmm. I haven't. I haven't had the luxury. I've been driving like to the airport or having to drive someone to Oak Toast or like back and forth between the city and yeah um yeah the small town and all these like everywhere around the city yeah driving to the north driving to the south driving to yeah east west blah 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 well yeah like I did a bunch of errands like mm-hmm. the second day that it snowed or whatever but like mm-hmm. the day that it snowed I was like I don't I don't mm-hmm. honestly don't even remember what I did that day yeah. the day after the snow dump that's when I had to pick someone up from the airport. Mm-hmm. And so airport's in the north. She lives in the south. Yeah. Um. So, but that drive 
from like the north to the south. Mm hmm. I knew was going to be stupid become the day before mm-hmm. when I had to drive. So I went back to my parents' house and then I drove back to my boyfriend's house. And I, the traffic during that drive was yeah. stupid the day of the snow. Yeah. So well, I knew the day it rained af- first. I know. Yeah. But I knew the day after was going to be just as stupid. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I left to the airport early enough that I had lots of time to get there and basically test things. Mm-hmm. One of the traffic lights yeah. for the route that I took. Mm hmm. Go to go to the airport wasn't changing okay it was a turning light yeah and it was like the only one so everyone on this ramp has just kind of like parked and waiting for this light to turn green mm-hmm. never turned green what the heck and so there was a, a bunch of cars in front of me so, when, so that when the um oncoming traffic on both sides was like not non-existent mm-hmm. everyone just went yeah it was like eight or nine cars that said f this light might as well uh-huh and so and then we did the same thing like yeah was, i was stuck behind this truck and then we waited until it was time to go and we just did a stop sign because mm-hmm. it's like, I've sat here for 10 minutes and you haven't changed at all. Yeah. Nothing's going to change. Then. Right. I don't even want to know how many people in front of me, mm-hmm. how long they waited before they did say F it. Yeah, exactly. And just went. Oh my goodness. No, but, I think I said the longest I sat at the light was eight minutes. Okay. And like, it was one really like right by our house and it like went through like a few cycles, but ours never changed. Yeah. And I was like hello yeah <laughs> like i want to go home yeah no this one is just weird it just was not changing at all mm-hmm. like non-existent wild um so it was weird there's like must the sensor must have been frozen over or something like mm-hmm. i have no idea yeah but besides the fact to the way down so i took stony trail and the other option would be take, to take deerfoot yeah i google maps when i got to the airport how long it would take to drive from the airport to her place on deerfoot yeah an hour and 15 minutes <laughs> oh my gosh that should yeah. be half an hour to 40 minutes max. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't, in the whole, on Google, the whole strip of Deerfoot was red. Yeah. And I was like, I don't even want to know how many crashes, plows, yeah. tow trucks. Yeah. Whatever that's creating this to be. Mm-hmm. Like double the time that it should normally take. I avoid Deerfoot like it's a plague. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I religiously take Stony because it makes more sense for me. Right. But mm-hmm. Usually when it comes from the airport, usually I would just take Deerfoot because it's just usually more convenient. Yeah. Right? You don't have to go as far out and around and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I was like, absolutely not. Yeah. No, <laughs> not thank you. Not a chance. So dumb. Yeah. Especially in the winter. Like, I just, I will not go on Deerfoot in the winter because, like, mm-hmm. they don't plow it. Everyone's nervous and mad. And, mm-hmm. like, I'm like, no, thank you. There's, like, rarely any traffic on Stony. I'm like, yeah. we'll just go this way. Yeah. Okay. Winter Driving 101. Mm-hmm. Do not slam on your brakes ever. Mm-hmm. That's not the way to, to stop in mm-hmm. the winter. Yep. Ever. Ever. And that was the most frustrating thing during the blizzard mm-hmm. was that I was stuck behind this car mm-hmm. that was going like obnoxiously slow. Yeah. Like unsafely slow. Yeah. Like there's cautious and then there's dangerous because mm-hmm. you're too cautious. And yeah. I was doing that. And we were going, I was going to turn like down this hill. Um, And beside me, there's like, the rail so you don't fall off the hill that mm-hmm. we're going down a semi truck and then this car in front of me yeah that decided to slam its brakes going downhill on an icy patch <laughs> oh yeah and i was like see because now i have to slam my brakes yeah that's how i like to hit the ditch last year uh-huh and that's in this that's exactly what happens mm-hmm. you spin out yeah right round by t-pain comes on and yeah literally you just want to like it's just it's so rule number one, do not slam your brakes ever. Yeah. Ever in icy conditions. Well, yeah, leave space so that you can slowly yeah. brake. Like foot off the gas. Mm-hmm. And or if you think or if you have to brake and you think you're gonna hit someone, 
try to go off to the side mm-hmm. if you can. If you're granted, you're not in the middle lane. Yeah. And either hit the curb or a snow patch. Yeah. That's a good way to stop yourself. Yeah. Um, never use cruise control when it's icy. Mm-hmm. Or when it's raining. Or when it's raining, yeah, because you can hydroplane or you can spin out. Mm-hmm. I feel like I want to give other <laughs> driving tips 101. <laughs> and if you're that afraid, figure out something else. Change your plans. I don't mm-hmm. know. But if you can't, keep as far to the right as possible. Don't even play with... Yeah. Like like move out of the way of cars that can go fast and want to go faster mm-hmm. because now you're just holding up traffic and further risking accidents yeah <laughs> yeah i know it's just tough because like like the roads are pure ice and like bryce is always like oh i'll just like slap my truck into four-wheel drive and i'll just go and i was like if mm-hmm. the road is pure ice having all four of your tires going isn't going to stop the fact of you sliding right into the ditch mm-hmm. Like, that's yeah. not how it works. Yeah. Like, if you're driving on a skating rink, it doesn't matter if you're mm-hmm. in four-wheel drive, eight-wheel drive, 16-wheel drive. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Yeah. You're still driving on ice. Like, I get yeah. if there's snow and, like, it's slushy and gross and whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, when it is literally just pure ice. Yeah. I'm like, no, thank you. Yeah. But no, it, nothing, nothing enrages me more than cars that are overly cautious. Yeah. In the winter. And if you're overly cautious, do not be in the far right lane. That's how I get road rate. Or, or sorry, far, far left, left lane. lane. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Be in the far right lane. Yeah. Do not be in the far left lane. Because yeah, be in the I was lane. like, you got to go. Mm-hmm. You cannot stop in front of me like this right now. Well, yeah. And it's so tough, especially because like the slow lanes are usually more covered in like ice and stuff because everyone's going slow. Yeah. So like it doesn't warm up and melt. So then you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I want to drive in the fast lane. But like, ooh, scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I was like, nothing. I like full on road raged when yeah. that is because I'm like, if you slap, like, my three options are hitting the guard, mm-hmm. hitting you, or hitting the semi truck. Yeah, I lose either way. Yeah, because you're scared. Yeah, yeah. Do not hit the brakes going downhill on an icy road. Yeah, that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or like, just slow down. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Take the foot off the gas and just cruise down the hill. Yeah, there's other ways to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. joy fun. Winter driving lessons with Mac, whether you want to take them or not. But <laughs> yep. as someone who has never been in an accident, you hit a tree last year. A tree. <laughs> but not a person. I was the only person last year of our friend group who didn't hit the ditch. I didn't hit a ditch. Okay. It wasn't a ditch. A median. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but that's the only accident I've ever been in my life and my car wasn't totaled and everything was fine. Yeah. The tree didn't even fully knock over. Okay. 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 What? <laughs> Fine. It didn't. So they ended up cutting it down. Yes. And I got a, scr- a scratch on my car. Yeah. But that's because I was going too fast on a road I shouldn't have gone as fast on. Yeah. But I've never been in a car accident, hit anyone, yeah. do anything like that. Again, I'm not going to knock on wood because now I'm going to yeah. jinx myself. Yeah. But I'm like, I just, I'm so comfortable with driving. Mm-hmm. And... But like driving on the city, like the highways and stuff with other mm-hmm. people who are not comfortable driving. Yeah. That's the real danger. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's de- yeah, it definitely gets a little bit much when you're like, okay, I know how to drive on this, but like, mm-hmm. do you know how to drive on this? Am I willing to risk it? Like that's when I was like going to the library or whatever. I was like, I know I can drive slowly on these icy roads and I'll be fine because I can mm-hmm. figure it out and get there. Mm-hmm. But do I trust you to actually stop at that stop sign in time so you don't T-bone me mm-hmm. kind of thing? Mm-hmm. yeah yeah 
Oh, well, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we're going to get into psychoneuroimmunology and what the heck this is. Yeah. <laughs> As a topic. it Basically, it relates to the nervous system, the endocrine system, and the immune system and how they're all kind of interconnected. So specifically, psychoneuroimmunology is the study of interactions among behavioral, neural, and endocrine um, and immune processes. Sorry. The brain communicates with the immune system through the autonomic nervous system and the neuroendocrine activity. Mm-hmm. So um, I'd never really heard of this topic before until Mac took a... Did you take a class in it? Or it was, was it just a topic? Classes. Okay. Yeah, it was part of my um, epigenetics class. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I was like very interested. So I did some research into like the birth of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's this guy, his name is Robert Adder. And so he's considered to be the father of modern psychoneuroimmunology. And so his early research involved conditioning in rats, which kind of started the study of brain immune communication, which was something that was like not, excuse me, not talked about at all ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he also worked very closely with um, Nicholas Cohen, who is an Im- immunologist. So like, Mm-hmm. They kind of worked together to figure that out. So his um, his experiment that kind of proved psychoneuroimmunology and like the brain immune connection um, was like a variation of the Pavlov experiment. Um, but he fed rats different quantities of a saccharin solution and injected them with cytooxin at the same time or cytoxin. Um, so cytoxin induces gastrointestinal distress and suppresses the immune system. Um, and saccharin solution is basically just like sugar water. Saccharin mm-hmm. is just like an artificial sweetener. Mm-hmm. Um, so eventually the rats stopped drinking the solution because they thought that it was giving them the gastrointestinal distress and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but then some of them actually died when he stopped injecting them like with the cytoxin and just gave them the saccharin solution because their immune system was so suppressed. And even though it wasn't continuously being suppressed, their brain was still like oh my goodness, if you drink this, then it'll suppress your immune system. And it was like mind over matter kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they didn't foresee that happening at all in the test. Um, and then later, um, I don't know how much later, I don't know when this study took place, but in 1975, he proved it like beyond a doubt mm-hmm. with a different study, Okay, which is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. And so the primary topic that psychoneuroimmunology tends to address is how stress interacts with the immune system um because stress involves your um nervous system as well as your endocrine system and whatnot so that's like the easiest thing to study within people Mm -hmm. um and how immune suppression can then also contribute to mental or hormonal problems and whatnot but we're gonna get into that so the immune responses require intercommunication from a variety of cell types that signal the triggering sustaining and terminating of the immune responses so much of this communication happens through the endocrine system and with some further mediation from the peripheral nervous system Mm -hmm. um so the endocrine system is a complex system of glands and organs that produce hormones uh control and coordinate your body's metabolism energy level reproduction growth and development and response to injury stress and mood yeah so endocrine organs include the ovaries and testes, thyroid gland, adrenal glands, thymus, pancreas, pituitary gland, hypothalamus, pineal gland, and your parathyroid gland. And this system isn't like other body systems 
because there's no continuous connection between them. So when you think of like the digestive, you know, it's going like mouth to anus. Mm -hmm. That's not the case with endocrine. Yeah. Um, Because they're scattered throughout your body. But the endocrine system is important in the fact that they regulate every other body system. Yeah. Right. And then so and then our peripheral nervous system is the messenger between our central nervous system, a.k.a. our like brain and spine Mm -hmm. towards the other body parts in our body. And we've Which, touched on that prior, but... Yeah. Just so to, if you need a refresher, go back to that episode. <laughs> exactly. That was in March or April. We did yeah. our nervous system one. Yeah. And then so psychoneuroimmunology studies are finding out that immune effects on nerve terminals convey signals to the brain and alter motivation, emotion, cognition, and behavior. So basically your immune system can change your motivation, emotions, cognition, and behavior. That's what this is saying. Mm-hmm. And then so these findings will go hand in hand with the findings of the inflamed mind by Edward Bulmer, which we also read in April. Yeah. Because inflammation is a part of our immune response. Yeah. Yeah. And then so some triggers of inflammation can include food allergens. Uh, Common food allergies are wheat, dairy, soy, eggs, peanuts, shellfish, as well as alcohol, refined sugars, highly processed oils such as canola oil, uh, fried foods, preservatives, MSG, Artificial flavors, colors, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, other triggers of inflammation can include bacteria or pathogens, stress, which we'll dive into further. Yeah. Um, environmental allergens can include like harsh chemicals, environmental pollution, plastics, pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, endocrine disrupting agents and laundry detergent, dish detergent, makeup, perfume, fabric softeners, shampoo, conditioner, lotions, toothpaste, etc., etc., etc. Basically, most of our day-to-day products you can find a lot of endocrine disrupting chemicals in it which is why the whole natural movement is so heavy right now yeah because we're realizing how like we now have a population who has experienced the long-term effects of using conventional cleaning products yeah and how much their health has deteriorated in comparison to years generations prior yeah and so that's why i think there's a natural movement coming up now for us because we're seeing our parents, grandparents, even young people mm-hmm. react so harshly to these chemicals. Yeah. Um, like I am someone who's like hypersensitive to it because I can get full body like hives with different mm-hmm. laundry detergents. Yeah. Because of the chemicals and stuff that are in them. So, yeah, there's that. Um, one thing I touched on was endocrine disrupting agents. And so the abbreviation for that is EDCs or endocrine disrupting chemicals. And so these impact the endocrine system as they can increase or decrease hormone levels. They can mimic the body's hormones or alter natural production of hormones. Oh, wow. So a good example of this is xenoestrogens. Mm-hmm. Um, they can be found in different, like I said, the cleaning products, the household laundry, toothpaste, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But soy is also um, some soy products. Yeah, I saw that soy had like an insanely high amount of estrogen in it. It is. It's a very estrogenic. It's, yeah, I was it's technically it's technically a phytoestrogen. Okay. But this is why soy products are not typically recommended for men unless they're fermented, a fermented version of soy. Oh, okay. So like eating like tempeh tofu is usually okay because mm-hmm. it mediates the phytoestrogens. Right. But um eating just like a soybean or soy milk oh, okay. isn't recommended for men because of the high estrogen content. Interesting. But okay. it can be really good for women, especially if you're going through menopause to help mm-hmm. regulate your hormones so you're not as um wonky yeah menopause yeah because you're like 
your estrogen is naturally declining with menopause, isn't it? So it yeah. just kind of helps balance it out. And so a lot of your PMS systems come from high progesterone, mm-hmm. right? But the issue with people, especially us who have a very obese culture, mm-hmm. is that our fat cells naturally produce estrogen mm-hmm. and or hold on to estrogen. And so if you're consuming a lot of soy products and you're overweight, you might be estrogen dominant, right. which can then contribute to estrogen-based cancers. Okay, yeah. And so how else this contributes is that xenoestrogens, they are similar to estrogen, mm-hmm. but they're fake. So they're okay. not like phytoestrogens in soy. Yeah. Because they can still get cleared out by the liver. Xenoestrogens cannot. Oh, okay, yeah. And so think of xenoestrogens the same way like how um we talked about drugs. Mm-hmm. How cert- the molecules in drugs mimic neurotransmitters and like lock into the key and just like stay there. Yeah. That's kind of what xenoestrogens do. Okay, yeah. So they replace the, the spots in estrogen receptors. Yeah. So that it's just like constantly pumping into your system right but they can't be cleared out by the liver mm-hmm. so then what do you, how do you clear them out you just mediate in other ways like you're just kind of stuck with it yeah okay yeah or if it dies off but you just try to like do things to mediate your estrogen in other ways but it's basically like the long-term accumulation of them is what is contributing to such a high amount of estrogen-based cancers that we're seeing in our society now mm-hmm. um and do 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 other effects of estrogen dominance um in women this can also be in men with xenoestrogens and that's why man boobs obesity and whatnot that can also be a thing Mm -hmm. because you have a high estrogen content in the system compared to testosterone right um but estrogen dominance in females um contributes to like higher body fat percentage, vaginal dryness, loss of libido, heavy periods, fibrocystic breasts, water retention, fatigue, depression, and the development of estrogen-based cancers, as I mentioned before. Right. So, not good. And this is why being aware of endocrine disrupting chemicals and checking your products for common chemicals can be a benefit for you long term. Because you're not going to notice it tomorrow. But you might notice it 10 years down the line. Right. When it's almost too late. Mm-hmm. Because realistically, there's no cure for cancer. The best cure is prevention. Mm-hmm. Right? There are things where you can, yeah, you can get it down and be back to normal. Mm-hmm. Or you can take it out. Or you can do processes that, that help. Mm-hmm. But the only, quote unquote, like, cure for cancer is prevention. Mm-hmm. And even then. It's, that, not, that, it's not a cure. No, because cancer, all cancer is, is um like, cells that are deformed and as you age your cells are going to just get a hit point where they will deform right well, cancer is rapidly regenerating cells where they just mm-hmm. continue to grow and grow and grow and grow and grow when mm-hmm. they don't have that shut off yeah and yeah. so that's why like it's it's not gonna and like of course i'm not a doctor right so like, you can take take it or leave my word right but the only thing you can really do for yourself is prevention. And so being aware of things like that do affect you on a cellular level mm-hmm. might end up helping you later down the line. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, it, again, it's not it might not be tomorrow. It might be fucking 10 years, 15 years, 30 years down the line. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Take yeah. it or leave it, really. Yeah. At the end of the day, if you want to live your life how you want to live your life and you like your Bath and Body Works candles and doing all these things. Yeah. Go ahead. But just know that they have have a history of these effects. Mm hmm. And we've already touched on body bath and body works as far as um how it affects your ovaries. Mm-hmm. Like on the was it the wallflowers for them? They do actually have a warning label that it can cause like birth defects and yeah abort um miscarriages and yeah. things like that because 
of what the endocrine disrupting chemicals in them are doing. Well, I've even seen things where it's like, um, mom was looking for new rubber boots and she's like, no, I don't want to buy this rubber boot because it's made out of something that's been known to cause like mm-hmm. issues with fertility and like cancer and like X, Y, Z. And I was like, well, why are they even using that product to make something like that in the first place? Mm-hmm. And like, I was looking at winter jackets cause, um, Mm-hmm. I need a new one and I found one I was like it's so nice but it was the only one that it was like according to the state of California this jacket's made with um, chemicals that'll mm-hmm. cause like xyz and it was mm-hmm. the only jacket on there that I saw that had that warning mm-hmm. I was like why would you choose to use that to mm-hmm. like because then you have to put that on there and I didn't buy that jacket because mm-hmm. I saw that mm-hmm. like I don't understand that but not all of people look for it I didn't have to look for it it was underneath the photo yeah it was like warning yeah. before buying know this yeah But some people don't care. And that's, again, that's what I'm saying. Like, at the end of the day. A big thank you to Persona Nutrition for working with Sometimes Shibata Slaps. Persona Nutrition ships customized vitamins and supplements to you each month. All you need to do is take their short quiz on their website and they will build you the perfect pack of vitamins. With subscription, you also have access to nutritionists online. So if you have any health concerns or questions, you'll be directed with a nutritionist in no time. The vitamin packs come with the cutest little wrapper with your name on it and a list of supplements inside. If you want more information, there is a blog on their website with tons of additional information. Right now, get 50% off your first month subscription with the link on our website. If you want to get into supplements and vitamins and all that good stuff, head on over to sometimesshibatislaps.com for more information. But if you have like concerns or family history or whatever right yeah be aware of this these are things that you can do in your day-to-day now that might help you later on yeah yeah very much so and like um stress as we mentioned is also a really big um component of uh psychoneuroimmunology because it is psychological stress does make you more susceptible to sickness Mm -hmm. um so the brain reacts differently to physical stress, like surgery, um, or psychosocial stress, like divorce or death or loss or whatever. Um, but ultimately, all stress ends up being physical because it does manifest in sickness. Mm-hmm. Um, so your brain produces cytokines in response to stress, exactly like it does in response to a message from your vagus nerve. Um, the only difference in like psychosocial stress versus physical stress is that um, it originates in the brain instead of being triggered by your immune cells. So it's not actually fighting off. I said I said that wrong. Um, the brain is reacting to, like, stress instead of an actual sickness. Like, with a sickness, your immune cells are kind of like, oh, there's a sickness, we need to fight this off. They send out their white cells and their T cells and all the lymphocytes and blah, 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 XYZ happens. But, like, mm-hmm. with stress, it's just your brain responding to your vagus nerve, which is very mm-hmm. interesting that the vagus nerve comes into play even in this mm-hmm. because the book we read when was it september august yes. was it august yeah, either way uh, yeah. not that long ago mm-hmm. um was about um the vagus nerve and how important that is and how that can affect um anxiety and depression and ptsd and autism and xyz mm-hmm. um and it's cool that even like the connection between your brain and your immune system doesn't work without the vagus nerve. Yeah. Because if your brain doesn't get the message from the vagus nerve, it won't trigger the sickness response, whether it's from stress or um, mm-hmm. like your immune cells from an actual sickness, which is cool. Yeah. So psychosocial stress is transmitted to the rest of the body via its effects on the brain. 
So a multitude of endocrine and neural pathways mediate the impact of psychosocial stress on immune function, extending to the immune cells and activates enzymes such as telomerase, which acts to lengthen the telomeres of chromosomes. So short chromosomal telomeres are associated with chronic stress and are related to increased risk of disease and early mortality. Uh, Shorter telomeres are also shown in certain studies to um, promote the looks of aging, too. Okay, yeah. So if you want to feel younger, look younger, protecting your telomeres is something that's been showing up in research to be a uh, beneficial thing. And our book in December, we're going to talk more on telomeres. Yeah. So that's good. It'll be, we'll get more information on that, hopefully, from that book. Yeah, telomeres are so fascinating. We only did a little topic in them in my genetics class, but even then, it was just, like, they're responsible for so much, and we're only Mm -hmm. just realizing, like, how much they actually do. Yeah. Which is crazy. Definitely. And then, so, some examples of stress and how it reacts on the body um, there have been a few studies that have shown that individuals who grew up under adverse conditions who were later confronted with life-threatening tra- trauma were found to have elevated levels of pro-inflammatory molecules, such as C-reactive protein, after the stressful event- stressful situation has passed. So basically it's saying, like, if you grew up under adverse conditions where you were basically in fight or flight the whole time, mm-hmm. um, when you're confronted with stressful situations later on in life, you're going to react worse than someone who grew up in a happy setting as a childhood. Yeah. So it's basically showing that how like trauma can carry with you for your life. Yeah. Which we saw that also in the inflamed mind too. Yeah. 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 A lot of this relates back to the inflamed mind. And that's why I think when we were reading the inflamed mind, I was like, we got to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I think I did epigenetics around that time where we did inflamed mind then epigenetics either way. Yeah. They were all kind of around the same time. Yeah. Um, older adults who experienced the death of a parent in childhood or who grew up in a home of chronic marital discord were found to have higher levels of pro-inflammatory cytokines under conditions of chronic stress. And individuals who experience PTSD are prone to diminished endocrine and immune activity, which impacts areas of the brain responsible for behavior and mental state, thus increasing the risk of declining mental and emotional health, which eventually develops into physical disease. Yeah. So stress is a a big thing for your body. Yeah, which we've talked about so much, but it is so important to kind of realize that like, yeah, learn how to properly manage stress so that you don't just like die early. Yeah, literally. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so another thing that's like really interesting when we that psycho neuroimmunology touches on is personality types affecting your immune, immune function. And so there's a lot of research um, on how personality can affect immune function and other diseases. So specifically, um, there's uh, studies happening of type A personalities and their increased risk for cardiovascular disease. That makes sense. Because they are just like high stress people. Yeah, they're just so like super high strung. Yeah. And then there's also um, twin studies on stress and aging um, out there, which is fascinating. I learned this one in first or second year university um specifically there's a study the one that sticks out to mind is that there are these two twin sisters one was a big city person but she was physically healthier Mm -hmm. compared to her sister yeah but her biological age was older than her twin because she had a more stressful life overall okay so the twin was like 
slightly overweight but had like a really calm farm yeah. peaceful kind of life where she was like um avid runner big city girl yeah not they just chose two very different lives and so they joined the study yeah and biologically the thinner more quote-unquote fit sister was biologically older oh. than the quote-unquote unhealthy sister wild okay but that's just because she had less stress in her life day to day than the other twin okay so stress ages you interesting mm-hmm. um the same same but different um do you know the movie sophie's choice is about parents deciding between which twin to keep alive during the holocaust no yeah wild yeah i think i learned that in the wolf book huh i remember reading about that and i was like i had no idea that that was that's what that was out about so now I want to watch it. I can't remember yeah. why they had to decide, but it was something more of like better genetics or whatever. Like you pick the twin that's best huh. or whatever. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. Insane. I, yeah, I was shocked. I had no idea. I will be looking into that more. I know. I want to watch it. <laughs> um, so outside of CBD and type A personalities, researchers, researchers have found that several basic personality markers, such as extroversion, hostility, and optimism play a role in how well the body rouses its natural defenses against illness. And so neural networks shaped by genetic and environmental factors control how personality characteristics are presented. So scientists are able to track the electrical activity of brain scans to determine certain personality characteristics, similarly to how they are able to track um, the brain to figure out what someone was dreaming. Oh, okay. So it's using like activation in the brain. Right. That's associated with um, certain personality traits. Okay. And so individuals who experience more sustained adverse living conditions or negative influences show asymmetrical patterns of activation in the frontal regions of the brain. Specifically, the right side tends to be more overactivated compared to the left, which demonstrates the pattern associated with negative emotions such as depression or anxiety. Okay, interesting. Mm -hmm. And so within the context of psychoneuroimmunology, these findings show significance because it connects neuronal activity with outward emotion, also endocrine activity, because um, neurotransmitters are hormones at the very basis, right? Yeah. Which comes from your endocrine system. Yeah. Um, and so in the case of anxiety, it's showing that asymmetrical activation in the brain could trigger feelings of anxiety, which would activate the adrenals to release cortisol to start the fight or flight response. And with sustained activation of the fight or flight response, that individual may be fatigued, vitamin and mineral deficient, unable to digest properly, all contributing to immune system problems. Um, that just reminded me of something I've been meaning to tell you, but keep forgetting. Um, I Before I went to Vancouver, I was hungry when I woke up, which meant my cortisol levels were finally like going down. And I was so excited. Oh, yeah. I like, woke up and I was like, man, I feel disgusting. Man, my stomach really hurts. And I was like, I'm hungry. Oh, that's <laughs> I was good. So excited. Well, because like I mean, your cortisol naturally spikes in the morning. And that's what wakes you up to begin with, right? Because yeah, that was the first time I'd ever like I've ever yeah. been hungry immediately as I woke up. It was so cool because it's but, but here at last it should spike and go down right away. Mm-hmm. It'll spike to wake you up and then it should level out again. Yeah, until you eat and whatnot, then it just does this wave throughout the day. Yeah, but. That's good. If you're hungry right now, I know. You, I was it so didn't spike excited. and stay high. Yeah, I was like, I was, yeah, I was so hungry. I felt so bad. Oh, that's so good. I'm glad to I hear know. it. It was so exciting. It was such a weird thing to be excited about. But I was like, I have to tell Michaela. Oh. And then I was like, I want to tell her in person. And then I just kept forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> that's so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, to wrap that section up, it's like your mental space holds more control on your immune system than you may realize. Yeah. Um, 
And so connecting it with epigenetics. So what the heck is epigenetics? It's the study of how your behaviors and environment can cause changes that affect the way your genes work. So psychoneuroimmunology reveals how our mind, thoughts, feelings, belief influence the nervous, endocrine, and immune systems. Epigenetics show that our environmental circumstances can produce different phenotypic, aka the observable expression of your organism's genetic code, um, how these phenotypic outcomes that are related to its DNA code. So additionally, with epigenetics, gene expression is controlled by environmental factors, referring to like nutrition, climate, stressful life events, as well as attitudes, perceptions, beliefs, and personality, which we have touched on in prior episodes. I just don't know which one. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas psychoneuroimmunology is based on the cellular communication within and across body systems mediated by cytokines. So the changes that occur because of stress in cytokines can also lead to epigenetic changes. Hmm. So essentially, the two modes of studies are closely interrelated more than we think, and now they are working together to bridge that gap in yeah. between gene expression and then how even your internal space also affects. Yeah, it's just like it's so bonkers because I like I don't know, I grew up in a fairly natural household and stuff, but it was never something where it was like, oh, the brain gut pathway. Oh, the brain immune system pathway. Mm-hmm. Oh, X, Y, Z. Like, they're just so cool that no one even like thought about that. Like mm-hmm. how like it's always just made sense to me that they're all connected. Thank you, Mia. Um, but like it's it's bonkers to me that other people didn't know that these things were connected well yeah and like i mean i always grew up with my grandma who always seemed like a kook Mm -hmm. because she would dive into these like webinars of things that felt very kind of cultish at times yeah Uh, but it was just like the early stages of these things right and yeah and so like when you all you know is like western medicine and all of a sudden someone's like no your natural space does more than you think well it's even like Um, the whole like, oh, I ate this and I didn't feel good after. Like, yeah. your, your brain isn't... Um, I'm so worried she's going to step on it and mess something up. <laughs> like, your brain is in charge of every single thing in your body. Yeah. So, like, when you don't feel good, like, how does it make sense for your brain to not be in control of that? Yeah. Like, that... Yeah. And I don't know if I'm just fortunate because everyone has done the hard work before and, like, we knew all this about the brain anyways. Yeah. That it was just easier for me to put those together. Yeah, I see. I had a thing. I grew up around it. I was aware of it. But there are certain things like I don't know. We never microwave plastic, mm-hmm. but I was never told why. <laughs> yeah, and that's exactly it, right? Like <laughs> and we were never told why. And so, but when I found out why, I'm like, oh, because plastics have EDCs in them, and that can affect your hormone levels, which blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Everything I'm just talking about now. Yeah. Right. And so when someone's like, oh, like the hippies who don't like microwaves and all that stuff, I'm like, well, there's a a reason for it and now we're seeing it in like actual scientific articles yeah about it so it's not as cultish hoodoo voodoo yeah stuff that it once was mm-hmm. and so it's like when you hear these things don't disregard it right like anything that's highly processed is not good for you because we are yeah. just a natural state beings and yeah now we can adjust to a certain amount of like it's hard to change your environmental pollution right yeah but if you are someone who has like constant allergies and is like miserable try going to the nature more yeah surround your house with plants we'll just take some of the candles out of your Mm -hmm. house and like like um Mm -hmm. bounce sheets and those Mm -hmm. balls or whatever which i don't know it's tough because yes i did grow up in like a natural home and stuff but a lot of the natural stuff like didn't work for you like natural deodorant Mm -hmm. 
that was such an embarrassing time for me because when I was a kid, I had wicked BO. Like you go through that stage of when you're younger and you're just sweaty and gross all the time. Mm-hmm. And then I would put on this natural deodorant that wouldn't work and would yeah. make it worse. Yeah. So then like, I guess I've things been there like too. that, right? Where it's like, you kind of need to like give and choose and or like give and take and kind of choose mm-hmm. your own evil a little bit in yeah. that sense. But like, well, and even like I have tattoos, right? We yeah. don't know the extent of what tattoo ink does on the body. Mm-hmm. It's not great. Yeah, I mean the FDA doesn't. F, it's not FDA regulated. Yeah, but even things neither are FDA, supplements. Supplements aren't yeah. FDA regulated. I know, and that's thing. I'm like some things that are FDA regulated aren't the best for you. Um, just because it's regulated doesn't mean it's always great. But yeah. still, in general, whatever, follow it. Yeah, but that's my poison, right? I'm like I want tattoos because mm-hmm. but that's my poison for. Yeah. my life right yeah i'm gonna use natural toothpaste and natural detergent and natural soaps and i want to know everything else that's going to my body i don't want to eat yeah fast food i don't want to eat certain things um but tattoos are one thing that i'm willing to give on mm-hmm. right yeah and that's the thing there's very much just like a a give and take of yeah i don't know what toxins you want to put in your body yeah because you can't hide from it all like if you want to live in a city and do events you're mm-hmm. going to have environmental pollution around you and unfortunately yeah. you have environmental pollution all around us anyways unless mm-hmm. you live in the boonies mm-hmm. so yeah exactly and you, even then like your there's, discretion there's always going to be something that could be better like yes we've gotten mm-hmm. better at, like not putting lead in our paint and then have people like licking the paintbrushes and like we understand that radiation is harmful so like we're doing having mm-hmm. things to mitigate it and stuff but like yeah yeah but there are i mean if you want to the, the easiest place that you can start is your food mm-hmm. right and if you can start growing your own stuff if there's any way for you doing that then you have all control into it but if you're not someone who wants to like grow your own food try to shop in the organic section as best as possible the market is shit though mm-hmm. right so yeah in that case, if you can't buy organic, then make sure you're cleaning your food really properly, right? Yeah. Doing a baking soda vinegar soak is so simple, but it could remove all of, like, the pesticides, herbicides, everything that's, like, sprayed onto them. Yeah. So you're not ingesting more of them, right? Well, yeah, and it's so tough right now because, like, like, fast food and, like, junk food and shit at the grocery store is cheaper than buying mm-hmm. something quote-unquote healthier or whatever Mm -hmm. right so it's just like that's something that we need to fix as a society Mm -hmm. but even right now like just buying groceries is excuse me so expensive it's stupid yeah but then there are also things out there um such as like sharing kind of boxes and stuff for people who are avid gardeners right Mm -hmm. and you can sign up for a subscription box and there's going to give you a bunch of food they're going to collect from farms around your area and deliver to your front door yeah so you save time on grocery shopping and they're affordable pricing and you're also helping someone who likes gardening do we have that in alberta Mm -hmm. oh i didn't know that yeah yeah like look in your area and just type in like food boxes in or food subscription boxes in blank yeah right and it cuts you the time on the grocery shopping and it's organic and it's locally grown and you're supporting someone else around you and they yeah. do it all sorts of like there's meat boxes too in alberta mm-hmm. um lots of veggie boxes um in northern alberta there's a few in southern alberta though mm-hmm. um there's lots of options in red deer probably because of all the farms in the area weird that's so random yeah okay but like look i guess there is a pick and pack right there yeah okay so like look in your area or if you are somewhere that has a lot of farmers markets it's actually cheaper to buy a lot of food from farmers markets depending on where you're at because mm-hmm. my cousin he lives in a small town um in manitoba 
and he would go to the farmer's market after work. And so by that time, everyone's trying to pack up and just get rid of produce. Yeah. And so we could get like seven pounds of strawberries for like five bucks max. Oh, nice. And so there are options out there um, for budget friendly, healthy, fresh produce. Yeah. But at the end of the day, growing it yourself, if you can, is the best way to take control of what you're ingesting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's not easy and so it's like just making simple switches like i find toothpaste the easy one of the easiest switch yeah for me i found deodorant as well but i also switch natural deodorant when there's already good options on the market yeah and that's a tough so. that's a tough thing right we're like we grew up at the same time but like when mm-hmm. i was growing up and implementing all this stuff it was before it mm-hmm. was cool to be gluten-free and natural yeah so like <laughs> food was disgusting and bland yeah. and dry and flaky and just not it yeah. because I hadn't figured out what it took yeah. to make it like better. Yeah. Well, and see, like we had, we grew up with a lot of the same knowledge, but just different levels, right? Like mm-hmm. for you, it was your everyday. And for me, it was whenever I spoke to my grandma. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we had some things, but like I had a balance of like East and West in my household mm-hmm. every day. Yeah. But then it was like die hard. We're only shopping at the health food store. Yeah. You will not bring McDonald's into my house. You will not. Yeah. You're only eating the organic koala cereal. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> so good. It was like a hard stop. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, no, it was wild. Like when I would go to my friend's house and I would like sneak an iced tea. I'm like, don't tell my parents. Yeah. <laughs> have an iced tea. Yeah. Such a rebel. Um, but there are ways to enhance your immune function. Um, so eat well, like we've said, um, Mm -hmm. that being said though, um, fruits also carry a lot of sugars, like Mm -hmm. a lot of sugars, Mm -hmm. um, and 75 grams of sugar lowers your immune system for five hours. Mm -hmm. So just like, think about that when you're choosing what to eat and stuff, especially Mm -hmm. in cold and flu season right now, where like it is Halloween and it is cold and flu season because of the like high amounts of sugar circulating the world right now. Yeah. Um, be physically active, maintain a healthy weight, get enough sleep, quit smoking, avoid too much alcohol, stay hydrated, um, and then proper stress management. Um, because the ability to adapt to stress determines the extent of immune function recovery. Um, this was something really, really cool. Um, like social activity, laughter, personal beliefs, expression of emotion, relaxation techniques, exercise, sleep, and nutritional choices have beneficial effects on the immune system because they counteract or buffer the impact of stress. Mm-hmm. So it kind of like the old like adage of laughter is the best medicine. Mm-hmm. It kind of is because it does kind of like relax you. And it just releases be like, the hormones that initiate repair mm-hmm. in the body. Yeah, which is really, really cool. Yeah. Um. And so there's like a buffering of stress, which is a part of a theory of why women live longer than men, because women are more likely to talk about their problems with friends, families, others. Um, And then talking about your stress releases um, oxytocin. And there have been studies about how oxytocin will mediate and sometimes reverse the impact of stress um, that it has on your body. So basically talking about your shit is good for yourselves long term, (laughs) which is what we like to see. Yeah. Um, Which is why it's so important to kind of end the stigma of like, you're not a man if you don't talk about your whatever yeah because it's stupid. like you don't have to be like with your bros all the time it could be your significant other but if you're talking to some or a therapist no one has to know that you're opening up but just talking well, to someone releases oxytocin which is like that that love and feel good hormone and that's why like vitamin l is like the thing right yeah because and like you don't need to talk about it all the time mm-hmm. but like it's very important to find a way to release that energy because bottling it up 
is is so harmful because mm-hmm. yeah. I know that from personal experience. Yep. <laughs> and so how can we incorporate psychoneuroimmunology into our current healthcare system? So psychoneuroimmunology shows how healthcare could be more holistic than it currently is because it's showing that everything is connected. It's not just parts, right? And so it's just one explanation of why the placebo or nocebo effects can be so powerful and sometimes just as healing um, or it can exasperate disease symptoms, mm-hmm. right? And so this is why we have, I mean, we use placebos in drug trials to see if the drug actually works, mm-hmm. but then there's not much regard if the placebo works. Yeah. And so just looking more into why the placebo works may be more beneficial than focusing so heavily on drugs. Unfortunately, drugs make money and are more consistent supposedly over time, but even then, yeah, I got my own qualms with them. <laughs> yeah. Um. And so considering the patient as a whole at times is more important than only knowing the patient as its parts. Yeah, I think that's the best thing to come out of this. Yeah. And yeah. so blending East and West when it comes to health and healing and whatnot, because I'm not bashing the West because there are things in the West that are so necessary, right? Like, I'm going to want a surgery mm-hmm. if I need a surgery. Yeah. Right. But bringing in some of like the holism techniques post-surgery for mm-hmm. healing yeah is going to be beneficial because they're looking at i'm like okay so your your immune scores are high so it's likely that your endocrine system is inflamed which is then shutting down your digestive function so let's focus on digestive habits as well as relaxation techniques and a lot of that can be mental Mm -hmm. right yeah yeah no i think it just makes sense to me to like look at the body as a whole because it is each part of your body Mm -hmm. is interacting with Mm -hmm. every other part of your body so why would you not address Mm -hmm. it yeah and symptoms aren't always uh, the actual thing you might have symptoms for something i don't know say your pancreas but it might not actually be your pancreas it might be something else manifesting as pancreatic pain Mm -hmm. well even like with live blood analysis where we're like okay we're both having like bowel issues she's like okay we're gonna look at your liver Mm -hmm. because if your liver isn't working and then your bowel is not going to work and then this isn't going to work and then Mm -hmm. xyz yeah and it's the same thing with going to the chiropractor where i went to one in halifax where i was like i'm having hip pain so bad i can hardly walk Mm -hmm. and he was like i don't want to hear about what what you think is causing the problem i want to find Mm -hmm. what i think is causing the problem because you telling me what's going on is going to cloud like i don't want to only fix that there's something yeah. else going on that's causing that so we're gonna look at that yeah or even Which like i had a cool. wicked migraine on one half of my face mm-hmm. right but i was able to tell that it was stemming from my neck mm-hmm. i had like a knot or a kink or something in my neck yeah that was like pinching a nerve or twisting a nerve or doing something that the whole left side of my face was just like throbbing yeah <laughs> which was like it's just I, I was aware of every tooth my holding my temple helped relieve pressure mm-hmm. and it wasn't until actually i tried acro yoga oh yeah um and it was hanging up hanging upside down during acro yoga where i was able to release whatever the f- freak was going on in my neck yeah and at the end of that i was like wow my pain's gone yeah literally just that little bit of decompression of your neck is just insane yeah decompression yeah. and just so much blood to the head yeah and i was feeling good the next day yeah i'm trying to start doing more like dead hangs at the gym Mm. because i did one the other day and i could just feel my spine just like elongate and i was like oh that felt nice (laughs) yeah yeah no definitely and so that's where finding techniques to help you relax whatever they are whatever's in your budget whatever you can do small changes add up to major positive effects Mm -hmm. right and so find what you think is digestible 
Um, take this knowledge as you will. Yeah. Whatever. But I just urge you at the end of the day to look into the products that you're using. Mm-hmm. Um, and n- note that if you feel more like if you have a stronger stuffy nose after burning a candle, you're probably allergic to something in that candle. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like I would always like whenever I'd burn a candle, I was always so disappointed because I sometimes I just want the room to smell different than it is. Like I want to have that little scent or whatever. Yeah. And so I was like trying to find a candle, but I always would get a headache or whatever. Yeah. And I even got gifted this one candle and every time I would light it, uh, Mia would sneeze like constantly. Mm. So I, I would never have it lit because I knew that she was reacting to it. Yeah. And that's another thing with pets and stuff. It's also like we don't realize how much is toxic to them that we use all the time. And so mm-hmm. I've had to be like really cognizant of even like plants I have in the house or like mm-hmm. um, essential oils that I use or certain mm-hmm. scents or like X, Y, Z because yeah. they're toxic to cats. And I'm like, why would I have you living in an environment where that's toxic to you? Yeah. And so if within even that even goes for supplements, right? If you are someone who likes to take supplements, you need to be wary of it. And this is one reason why it's not FDA re- regulated is because there are so many people that there's not just one size fits all as mm-hmm. far as supplements goes. And so you do have to watch for certain fillers and things like that in products mm-hmm. um and so using a resource which is called the nnhpd which is non-prescription natural health product di- directorate it's um like on the canadian website if you just type in nnhpd you'd be able to find it you can look for quality um of your supplements products and whatnot through that mm-hmm. third-party testers also include nsf.org consumerlab.com cleanlabelproject.org and nongmoproject.org all of these, I believe, have are mostly supplement based, but some have like health uh, household product mm-hmm. based things that you can check. Yeah. Um, additional resources for assessing and choosing quality of your supplements or health products include the A to Z guide for to drug herb vitamin interactions and naturalmedicines.therapeuticresearch.com. Uh, those are all just some sources that I have from my studies that help you ensure that you are choosing high quality products to ingest wear yeah smell etc etc and there was an app that you had too that um i downloaded a little while ago i don't remember what it was called um but basically you like if you're at the grocery store and you're like oh how good is this for me you can like mm. scan the tag yeah. or whatever and it'll let you know like on a scale from one to ten i think it was yeah um, there are apps like that i can't remember what it's for you i can't remember what i think it's like ewg something did i put it in your yeah you did i just deleted it so i don't know because i haven't used it in a while um Pull up your case but something else along the term of like FDA regulation is I went to um when I was just on birth control and I noticed that like I was needing like vitamin B or something. Um and so I went to the doctor and I talked to him and I was like, Hey, like, um, would you be able to tell me if this is going to interact with my birth control? Because I know that there's certain types that do. And mm-hmm. he was like, No, I can't tell you that. And he like wouldn't even like um like answer any sort of my questions because he's like it's not fda regulated i can't tell you anything yeah and i was like you can't even say like yes it will interact like all i'm asking is for like a yes or no like you don't need to know about this type but like yeah it just felt so weird that he wouldn't even like entertain the thought of answering my question yeah and i was like okay great like what about iron and he was like no i like he couldn't tell me anything and i think that comes mostly from their um their own medical licenses and regulations so they can't because people will take them as medical advice. And so that's one thing, one disclaimer I have to do now with my 
credentials. I'm not a doctor. Dude, this is not medical advice. This is supposed to be education. Mm-hmm. I can't say what will cause or what will heal or what will prevent anything for you. Yeah. I can just tell you about studies and show you interactions that have been seen in the scientific community. Yeah. Right. And so I'm not diagnosing. I'm not curing. I'm not healing. I'm not guaranteeing anything of that. Yeah. Um, this is just things that nutritional habits and lifestyle habits and practices that have been shown to help others right so if it helps you great yeah start your christmas shopping early with dyson if you're not familiar with dyson they sell fancy vacuums hair straighteners and so much more if you're looking to save some money on dyson products now is the time these deals are valid for a limited time only, so hurry over to sometimeschibataslaps.com for more information and links to the Dyson website. Okay, yes, and so for another thing for checking out your products um, for endocrine disruptors, it's ewg.org slash skin deep. And as Journey said, they have an app mm-hmm. that you're able to download and you can like take a photo and check the products while you're in store if you want. And then another um, source for checking supplement quality is labdoor.com. Yeah. But. Sweet. Yeah. So fun. Okay. So I feel like that's pretty much um, all we have. Mm -hmm. Hopefully you guys like this intro video or yeah, episode. (laughs) I was going to say intro video. (laughs) I was like, okay. Yeah. But it's something I geek out over and I think it's just good information to have out there. Mm -hmm. Um. And you can look into it more. We have some case studies. So if there's anything that we said that you are interested in learning more about, I do have some studies to support the findings mm-hmm. and stuff. And so reach out. Feel free to reach out if you want to see them. Yeah. And then we will be talking more about telomeres in December. Yay. But we, we I think we, yeah, we announced November's book and then last book club, right? Um, we didn't announce the title of it, but we did announce that it's going to be our first fiction. Oh, right, right. Because I don't know. I really hope it comes in time. <laughs> oh, okay. Either way, we're doing a fiction book for... For November. November. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then another nonfiction for December, and we're going to go back and forth like that. Yeah, we're going to try and just, like, alternate. To balance Mac and Jubes. Yeah. <laughs> so fun. Perfect. Um, okay, so for our segment today, we're doing a word association game. Um, so I'm also going to pull up... Random word generator. Random word generator. We're going to do the one um, where it's like Journey will say a word and I have to say the first thing that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. I'm really bad at this one. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So we both just have a random word generator pulled up on Google. Mm-hmm. On Jujo. Yes. <laughs> okay. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? Oh, uh, I got a good one. Okay. Law. Full. Oh, Okay. <laughs> What was your thinking? Office. <laughs> uh, that's fair. Speaking of law office, yeah, I had to do jury duty. I haven't yes. talked about that. Okay, that was wild. That is wild. Maybe, we'll, maybe we'll, uh, next episode I'll touch more into it. Okay, but yeah, jury duty. I I didn't think that was. Of course, I knew it was a real thing. Okay, well, let's just talk about it now. Let's tell you do Michaela's jury duty um segment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's just I. <laughs> so much reward association out the window. <laughs> so obviously, I know jury duty is a real thing, mm-hmm. but like no one I know has ever been called for jury duty. Yeah, same ever. And so 
the case was really interesting that it was got called for. Um, which I found out afterwards how interesting it was. Are you allowed to talk about it now, or was it just kind of like I see well, you yeah, be able to talk about the jury? It. Okay, sick. If I was on the jury, I wasn't allowed to look up anything or do anything to right. Um, risk. I couldn't talk about what's going on in the courtroom. I couldn't yeah do all these things. But I'm not selected for the jury, so I can talk about it because it is public information. Okay. <laughs> so we were supposed to do for two um juries, and so there was like 200 of us in the courtroom. Mm-hmm. I was stressed because downtown traffic was shit that morning. Yeah. And so I ended up getting there late. Oh, no. Even though I left there so I'd be there 15 minutes early. Yeah. But that 15 minutes turned into making me, like, five minutes late or whatever. Shoot. Besides the fact. Mm-hmm. Love downtown traffic at 8 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't matter because there was 200 people there in line up anyways. Yeah. And so I got there. We waited in line for 30, 40 minutes or whatnot. Yeah. We got, get all into the courtroom and then they tell us what's going to go on. And they're supposed to pick for two um, cases, mm-hmm. but they ended up only choosing for one because one guy fired his counsel the day, like that, in front of us. Oh, wow. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. So they before they walked into the courtroom, I guess he had said, like, no, I don't want you as my counsel anymore. Um, and so the lawyer had to go up and say, we can't do the draw because he doesn't have a counsel because I've been, he doesn't want me as representing him anymore, blah, 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 blah. Right. And so that was for Levi Scott. And so he is charged with second degree murder of his cousin. Mm -hmm. And so they will be pulling for his jury to start uh, next month in November. Okay, yeah. Because they're going to give him a month to find new counsel and build up his case again. Right. All this kind of stuff before they pull a jury. Yeah. But the Crown isn't going to let him push it off anymore because that case is already two years old. Fair enough. So. Yeah. And then the one that they ended up pulling for which I could have been a part of had my number gotten called, um, is for Michael John Adei. Mm-hmm. I guess I, yeah, Adei. Um, he's 26 years old. He's charged with first degree murder of Vanessa something, rather. Mm-hmm. This is in Calgary. Um, but what makes it really interesting for me, and I kind of wish that I was selected on it, because mm-hmm. it would have been really cool to experience this firsthand, is um, they're trying to do like an ncr um defense which is not criminally that responsible been so cool uh-huh because i learned about this in forensic psychology so mm-hmm. ncr means not criminally responsible due to psychotic symptoms or a psychotic yeah. episode so he's they're saying he's schizophrenic oh which my is gosh what caused him to do the murder that morning <gasps> oh that's so cool mm-hmm. okay and so it's a four-week trial so had i been selected for it I would have had to go into the courthouse uh, for 20 days in a row. <laughs> yeah, you would have been sequestered in a hotel room, probably. Uh, it, not to start out. No. But as the case developed, there would have been a chance of that. Yeah. 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 Um, but they said that you could, as of right now, it's still like you can go home every night and blah, blah, blah. You just can't look up the case and you can't talk to anyone. So they kind of yeah. went off of an honor system. Yeah. Um, but had the case picked up, yeah, there would have been a point where they probably would have put us in hotels where you just... You can't watch media. You can't. You have to stay as neutral as possible because yeah. you are basically deciding if this guy has an NCR argument mm-hmm. or if he is just a killer. Oh, my gosh. Okay, we should go watch the trial. I know. That would be so much fun. He wants to go. But, yeah. So, it's fascinating because he's, like, our age mm-hmm. and it's a psychotic 
episode and I literally took forensic psychology. And so I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I really wish my number would have been called for this one now. Mm-hmm. But first I was like, Ugh, jury, jury, jury duty. Like what a waste of time, blah, 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 blah. But then yeah. once I know the case, I'm like, actually, that'd be really interesting. That'd be so, those are two very exciting cases to be selected for jury duty. I know both murder ones. So yeah. Wild. Yeah. We used to go and watch, um, cases in like court proceedings in Halifax mm. we would go and do that and there was a couple like really cool ones that we went and watched and one guy like we left too early because we went to go shopping for something I don't remember why but he ended up like perjuring himself on the stand and it was like so much shit went down and they figured out he was like lying about everything and we we're oh, like no. we missed it because we had one of our friends there she's like guys you'll never believe this yeah it was so cool uh-huh. it was actually really freaking scary though because it was, a bad it was just like, yeah, he was just like, he was just a witness. Mm. And so he could just like leave. Mm. And we were like, oh, you've seen my face. Oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, it was crazy. No, so it's like, I don't know, the whole jury system is, it was cool to see it firsthand. Mm-hmm. At first I was like, ugh, what a headache because I'm currently in like the job hunting process and that would halt that pretty much. Yeah. Um, But yeah, when I got into the courtroom, I decided in my head, I'm like, okay, if I get called up front, I'm going to say yes because. Yeah. This doesn't happen often. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm the only person that I know in my immediate circle who has ever been called for yeah, jury same. duty. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I really wish I would have done... The, I really wish I would have been chosen to do the whole thing. But, you know, timing is everything, but whatnot. Yeah. Um. But when I was in the courtroom, I saw one of our regu- regulars from the coffee shop. <gasps> yeah, that's so weird. And I haven't seen him since he, he graduated and got his, like, big tech job and stuff. And so I hadn't seen him for a year at, yeah, least. at least yeah and then i see him in the courtroom <laughs> which means he must have got the job that he wanted I, so I, like uh, i'm he was, he was excited all, he was all him. suited up it was really That's nice so good yeah and so but it was just so weird to me to be like i know you <laughs> and then mm-hmm. another one of the guys from that courtroom too i saw yeah. him in town the other day at weird. the grocery store that's crazy because i recognized his face because he was one of the backups selected oh, okay for it yeah and I just remember seeing his face there because they they call you up in like groups of 12. Yeah. And basically they go through the, the lineup of 12 and everyone's a number. There's no names so mm-hmm. that your safety isn't like at risk or anything like that. Yeah. Or immediately at risk. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, But you go up in the number and it's like number blank. Do you want to serve? Yes. No. If they say no, they have to talk to the judge and give their reason why they can't serve or why they don't think they're able to serve. Yeah. And the judge is basically allowed to say, yeah, valid or nope, sorry, not valid. Mm-hmm. Right. So saying, oh, this is an inconvenience. Yeah. Not a valid answer. She yeah. could say, nope, you're serving. Yeah. But for the most part, she was really lenient and said, like, if someone's like, um, oh, I'm a student. Well, no, you can't come because that's going to risk your yeah. life outside of these four weeks. Well, I feel like they are like... <laughs> Like, not a lot of the judges are going to be assholes, especially because there was 200 applicants there. So, like, mm-hmm. they'll find someone, yeah. right? Because they're supposed to pull for two juries, but they only had pulling for one. Yeah. So, they had more people there than needed. However, but whatever. So, they, we did about five rounds of 12 people oh, wow. before they had filled up the jury. Yeah. And so, for this one, because it's a larger case, they have four jury members and two um, backups in case some jury members couldn't show up on Monday, Tuesday, whatever. Right. Um, and so the spares would show up and they'd basically say like, we need you. We don't need you. Yeah. And then they could go home or they have to stay for okay. the up to four hours that you can spend a day. That feels like a small jury. Only four people. Uh, normal one's 12. 
That's what I thought. Yeah, and so 14 is, they add two more because it was a larger case. And then they oh, had you said 16, 14. 14. I heard four. Oh, yeah, no, no. I no. was like, that's too little. No, no, no. Okay. Normal is 12, and they did 14 because this is a large case. Yeah. And they had two backups. So they pulled 16 names. Okay. And so it took five rounds of 12 to get 16 to people. To get the 16 people. Oh, okay, that makes yeah. way more sense. And then after that, then you don't, everyone else just was like, thank you so much for showing up. Yeah. You can go home now. Sick. And I was like, sick amazing oh that's so cool but because yeah we took like a psych and law class in um Mm -hmm. university it was so interesting but i'd never actually like we'd never talked about the possibility of the jury filling up before your number even gets called yeah it's always been like they go through everyone and then like slowly there's multiple rounds of jury selection is how it was presented to me so it was interesting when you were like oh yeah like i didn't even get to go in there because like it was full before i even went in there well, I was in the room. I watched yeah, everything but like, happen, but yeah. Before you even were, like, talked to by the judge and the... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't so even cool. have to talk to them about it. And, yeah, it was just, like, um, yeah, I've excused this person for... Or juror number blank is excused, or juror number blank is excused, or oh, juror number so blank, cool. se- go take your seat, your seat, juror number yeah. seven, or whatever, you know, like... Yeah. So it was, it was fun to watch experience it firsthand and stuff again at first i thought it was like a headache mm-hmm. and then i was like oh no this is actually like really cool to see firsthand and i had decided in that room that if i was called i would say yes just because yeah. how often does that happen right but and that's the thing like i don't even know if i would be able to serve on the jury because of my forensic science background because like police officers aren't allowed to serve and yeah. lawyers aren't allowed to serve yeah and so in that case you could talk to the judge and express that yeah and be like i don't know if this counts so there was one guy who actually did that. He wanted to serve on the jury, but he mm-hmm. he knew something about um, some sort of exonerations of something rather or whatever. Right. And so he's like, I have knowledge of this. Is this going to disrupt me yeah. being a juror member? And so she, the judge, said, no, I don't believe so. And then she confirmed with the lawyers, mm-hmm. is him having knowledge on this a problem for the case? And they said no. Right. So he was able to serve. Oh, cool. Okay. And so if you're unsure about something, you could talk to the judge about it. Yeah. Um. But because like, oh, man, it would be so cool. And like, if I was ever on trial, I would want someone who has the background and the knowledge that I do to serve on the jury because their ability to critical think is exactly what you want. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, yeah. so that but depends again, on, like, yeah, if you're actively working, I think with the police, I don't know how that plays. Yeah. I think there's some reasons where you can in some places that you can't. Yeah. Um. Actually, I believe they said that in Canada, you can actually be a police officer and serve. You can or can't? Because I heard I, you can't. You can't. Okay, maybe I may have heard it reverse then. She said yeah. something. She compared it to the States. Okay. And she said, in the States, they can do this. In Canada, you can't. And I thought it right. was the other way around, but you could be right there. Okay, yeah. I'm not sure. I don't I don't remember fully, but that's what I heard was mm-hmm. like, there's yeah. like three mm-hmm. things where you don't have to serve. But when you get the list, they give you a list of you're exempted if oh, okay. you're blank. So even being like a superintendent of a school division, you're exempt. Oh, okay. That was one of the things. Interesting. And then you can be... Or sorry, excluded. Yeah. And if you can, you can be exempt if you're X, Y, Z. And so like, exempt is like, if you have children at home and you're the primary caretaker and yeah. four weeks of your life is going to risk their health, then you don't show up for jury. Yeah. Um, if you're a student and you have to go to school, you can get exempt. Yeah. Um, if doing this for however long it is, is going to make you bankrupt. Yeah. Then you can be exempt. Right. You can express your concerns to the judge and yeah she decides then or he decides yeah oh so cool but yeah so so fun now i'm kind of interested in going to the courthouse the trial it's already week into the trial 
to start That's this good. week. They're just doing like opening statements and shit. That would be so cool though if we get to go there for like a little bit of evidence discussion. Yeah. <gasps> we should oh, go. Oh, I geek out so hard at that. Can we do that for my birthday? <laughs> it's gonna, his is gonna be closed for that one. Maybe we'll go to the sentencing then. Because his lasts until I think it's November 13th. Something like that. Okay, it's- if they stay on track, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's cool. four weeks, 20 days. <gasps> 20 days from October 23rd. So cool. 20 business days. Weekends don't count. Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah. you could have weekends off. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So fun. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll do word association uh, next episode. <laughs> 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 um, and yeah, so that's secondary immunology plus... What was it? Highway driving, uh, serotonin... <laughs> and jury duty. <laughs> and jury duty. <laughs> Sometimes jury duty slaps really just throw everyone off. <laughs> oh, let's see. Fantastic. Okay, well, go over to some uh, patreon.com slash sometimes you bought a slaps to sign up to be a Patreon member. Mm-hmm. We have all of our episodes on there ad free. And uh, once we get more patrons, then we're going to start releasing more exclusive content. So um, you're going to want to be there for that. It's $2 a month. Mm-hmm. And we're super excited about it. So go do that. Yeah, and then for our socials, I'm Mac Joy. I'm at Stoops. We are Sometimes Boss Slaps on all social media platforms. On our website, sometimesboss.com, you can find our episode links, audio and video, affiliate links, book club reviews, book links, uh, all sorts of good stuff. Our merch links, that's still alive there mm-hmm. right now. Eventually, I don't know, maybe we'll swap it out. Who knows? Keep an eye out for that. Um, don't forget to go over to our Instagram and enter our giveaway on the 16th. Yep. Uh, so in two days. Keep an eye out for that. And then, oh, if you like what we're doing or if you just like us, <laughs> give us a like, rate, review, all of the above. Help us out immensely and helps people, other people to find us and so they can join the Chipotle Club. Mm-hmm. Um, and on that note, we will see you next Tuesday. Ta-ta for now. Bye. Bye. Bye.